I mean, the first thing I think I would start by asking you is, uh, could you give me an update on just where you're at right now and what you are doing right now, like where you're living uh, and what your life sort of consists in? By the way, you know, I should tell uh, listeners who won't know this <laughs> that uh, Greg, I know Greg from high school. Uh, Greg and I were on the uh, forensics team together. I was on the debate team and Greg was mm -hmm. a... Uh, uh, a forensics master extraordinary did all kinds of things, right? I think you did declamation, was it? And what else did you do? Uh, I did. I actually didn't do declamation. I did oh, dramatic, did. dramatic interpretation. Okay. Um, DI. Uh, and what else did I do? That was my main thing. But then I also did poetry, and prose, and debate. I did debate as well. Yeah. So that's how I know Greg originally. For listeners who are going to wonder uh, how we even got uh, hooked up for this podcast. Uh, and you should say that forensics is uh, competitive public speaking and acting because most people don't actually know what that is, <laughs> I found. That's a very good point. A lot of people listening to this are just like, oh, so he's a scientist who investigates crime scenes? Right, right. Uh, yes, I know Greg from forensics. A lot of people I know probably would be surprised to hear that I was I was on the forensics team. Um, mm -hmm. Anyway, so that's that's how I know Greg. But I've been I've sort of uh, followed or I've, I've come across some of his work recently and I became very interested in what you've been up to, Greg. So... Uh, that's the background for listeners, uh, but maybe you could tell me, just because I honestly am curious to know, and I'm, I'm not really up to speed on where you're at after these 20 years, just what, what you're up to right now, what you're kind of, uh, what you're doing right now, where, where you're living, and uh, what your life looks like in a quick snapshot. <laughs> um, I'm in New York City, um, and where am I? I'm, you know, I'm focused, you know, I'm, a, I'm an interdisciplinary artist, but I'm focused on music um and so i'm a singer songwriter and i've been kind of per pursuing that um more in a more fo focused way and um, more intensely um in the past few years um so yeah uh, right now i'm like in the process of uh recording some material to release um planning a little bit of a mini tour of the east coast um and kind of just building my audience here in new york um, and you know, writing music and honing my craft. That's like my, that's what I'm doing creatively mostly. I mean, I'm, I do, you know, I'm working on some other projects and collaborating with other artists in, in different ways as well. Um, which I can talk about if you want, but, uh, and, and then also like as my sort of side hustle, my side gig, I am, I'm actually a private academic tutor. So, um, I do like test prep and, uh, help people with their subjects and uh, writing and things like that. Okay, cool. That's a really cool summary. Yeah, I saw that you, you do tons of things, it seems like, right? Like you do modeling also, and you've also, you do acting and uh, songwriting. You've even made, you've made films. So that was, a, that, was a, that was a nice little summary, Greg, but it sounds like you're also kind of uh, underselling yourself a little bit. I'm, 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 <laughs> well, yeah. I'm really impressed. I, I've been really impressed by it sort of the the diversity of your uh creative output and, and and the quantity of your creative output so that was one of the reasons why i wanted to talk to you because obviously i mean i remember from uh back when we used to know each other you're obviously you know a very talented person but you've gone on in life to do so many different uh things uh, creative projects in different fields that was something that i kind of wanted to uh pick your brain about so do you see yourself as are you are you not really interested in those other pursuits so much nowadays and you're kind of just focusing on music that's where you're you're at um, no, it's not really that. Um, I, uh, so I, I, I mentioned music, uh, first because that's, like I said, where I'm focusing right now. Right. Um, but, um, no, uh, in reality, uh, 
How do I put it? Um, I do. I'm interested in all of those things. I'm. I certainly would revisit all of those things. I'm sure. Um, I kind of, you know, like I said in the past few years, decided to put most of my focus in this one pursuit, which is sort of music um, and exploring the ways in which the other arts that I'm interested in intersect with music um, because music was always my, I mean, music was my first love um, and it's the first thing I decided that I wanted to do. I actually, through forensics, became interested in being an actor. Um, so prior to that, I always knew that I wanted to be a singer. Um, but, you know, with forensics and, and seeing how much I enjoyed that, I realized that I also liked um, acting. And then I, you know, a lot of the artists that I looked up to were also very sort of multidisciplinary. So I think between between that and some of the experiences that I had, I became interested in other things. I love film, which is why I ended up um, doing things in film. And I always knew, or not always, but for a long time, I've known that I, I wanted to act as well. But I think... Um, uh, yeah, I, okay. I, uh, it's not that I'm not interested, but it's just, it's just that I, um, have decided to focus on this because I felt like, like I said, it was my first love and I'm kind of moved to make, uh, have an impact with what I do. And it felt like that was where I was being called to do that first. I mean, I kind of feel like that could open, you know, that could make it easier for me to explore some of these other things too. And in fact, like I've already found that because like, for example, which I didn't say, but like, Right now I'm working on recording an album, but I'm also planning a video shoot for like one of the songs that I'm recording and like I'm coming up with the concept and writing that and designing that. So like in a ways I'm still like directing film, finding ways to direct film and like my performances are very theatrical. So there's also like the theater piece to it. So like they're there. And then I'm obviously writing because I'm writing music um, and uh, thinking about even how I present my music, it becomes sort of a way to explore writing in other ways. So, like I said, it's kind of like I've decided to put my energies into music, but I've kind of found ways to um, incorporate a lot of this other stuff as well. Okay, that's, I mean, that it's really revealing how you talk about your, your different pursuits because, and this I think actually is one of the reasons why I've been interested in you and one of the reasons why I wanted to chat with you because mm -hmm. you seem to be, you, you are sort of, you know, we we didn't know each other very well back in the day, but even from uh, back in the day when we were when we were on the forensics team together, it seems to me that you've just always been an extremely expressive person, and you have managed to carve out a kind of adult life for yourself since since those days where you're basically, it's like you you seem to just kind of do what it is you feel moved to do. You 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 express yourself in all kinds of different ways, in part just because you you seem to be very committed to expression uh it's almost as a way of living and mm -hmm. i think one i think that's very interesting and important for a few reasons one i think it's super rare i think a lot of people who are interested in careers in the arts in any way or, or even pursuing any kind of art as a hobby almost always tend to fall into the trap of seeing it as the sort of um you know this instrumental pursuit where sort of you have to uh try to get good at a certain thing and present yourself in a certain way to achieve a certain type of success or goal um, but I think what a lot of true artists realize, uh, and, you know, I wouldn't identify as an artist, but as a kind of intellectual or writer, or kind of, you know, creative thinker of any kind, uh, I, I think this is something that I can, I can also relate to something that you realize from actually trying to live a serious expressive life is that to really do it, you kind of can't worry too much about any of these different, uh, strategic or instrumental pressures and how, how you break things up or, 
how you, you know, present yourself or don't present yourself. In a weird way, it's almost like uh, a, a life of radical self-expression is almost like you stop caring about how you present yourself strategically or instrumentally, and you just simply focus on how you can express yourself or present yourself, you know, truly or honestly or 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 however you want to kind of put that. You can you could tell by the way, Greg. I often kind of blend my questions with uh, kind of personal rants or thoughts or whatever. <laughs> so you could just sort of take anything I say to you as a kind of prompt to respond, however however you see fit. But basically, this is something that I kind of see in in your work a kind of uh, a kind of radically expressive uh, lack of concern for uh, any of these different ways that people feel like they have to kind of uh, split themselves up or box themselves out. It seems like you've just you're just a super expressive person. You do whatever you want to do, and maybe you could say if if my if my if if I'm correct in sensing that, and if so, um, how 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 you see that, or or how you might uh, you know ex- expound on that, because I think that's something that a lot of people want to access, but have a hard time doing so. Mm. Um. Oh, <laughs> you said a lot. Yeah, I mean, pick, I, and pick I, up I, on any of that, or skip to some, <laughs> other, skip to some new topic if you want to. <laughs> no, no, no. I think I think uh, I you know I hear what you said, and I um, I agree with a lot of what you said. I I think that um, I'm I'm just thinking about like what how what part of that I want to approach first, yeah, or how I want to approach it. But um, I um, one I do. Uh, it's funny that you said, I can't remember the wording you used, but you said something about like, I kind of center my life or focus my life or my life is very uh, centered on the idea of, of expression or something like that. You said something Seems like that. Seems to be, yeah. Um, which I do think that part certainly is accurate. Um, I feel like, it's, I mean, I guess that's what you're saying. I mean, I, I kind of like have always been that way. I've always like... Um, want, like felt the need to express myself. And I'm a very... As you probably recall, I, I, most people tend to think of me as a pretty like easygoing kind of guy. I'm, I, I have intensity about me, certainly about art, but like I'm a pretty easygoing person, and like um, I, you know, I get along well with people. But one place, like since I was a child, one place that I've always been very sort of aggressively protective of is my. Uh, freedom to express myself um and even if even if i may at points in my life have like sacrificed that for moments it's something that is untenable for me meaning like i might sacrifice it for a moment for in order to please someone or whatever but it like something in like almost essential or inherent in me will fight back against that and it will come out at some point in some way um and so i um I certainly do agree with that, and I think that that's kind of important, uh, as I think you're you're speaking to as well. Like, I think it's actually important to um, express oneself, and uh, or if I were to frame it slightly differently, or like manifest or create whatever it is that is inside of you, uh, or the, uh, whatever is inside of you to create to create or that you want to create. Um, I think that's super important. I think. Um, and and yes, you're right that that's part of the reason why I've done so many different things um, and like explored, you know, so many different things. I mean, as a as a kind of quick example, like the <clears throat> the short film that I that I wrote and directed, um, Encuentro was just like uh, 
something that like I was having an experience while I was living in, in Buenos Aires, Argentina. Um, and one day, uh, I had yet another experience with it. Like I was having experiences around race cause race is kind of an intense thing in Argentina mm-hmm. or at least in, in the capital. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had another sort of experience of feeling sort of othered and, and stared at like I was some sort of alien. Um, and I, uh, I just was like, I felt an impulse to start writing and I just literally like ran into a store, I think, and bought a pen in the store and just like started scribbling down the things that were in my head, like just started writing. And as I was writing, I was like, I feel like this is a film script, but I just was writing. And then, then I finished it and I read it and I was like, this is really weird, but also this feels like what I feel. (laughs) Um, And so then I was like, I guess this is a film. And then I was like, maybe I should make this film. And so then I like went to my filmmaker friends and was like, Hey, I wrote this thing. What do you think? And they were like, this is interesting, but like, it's kind of weird. And no one who's not like no director. That's not you is going to really know how to bring this to life. So you're probably gonna have to direct it yourself. And I was like, Oh, okay. And then that was that. And so I ended up making a film. Um, I wasn't like planning necessarily on making a film, but one thing that was the case um, with my whole time in Argentina was I went there specifically um, with the intent of, and I think this also speaks to like sort of the diversity of my creative production. I went there with the intention of, of um, exploring who I was as a person in general, but also like growing and exploring who I was as an artist and like all of the different things that that could mean. And so when opportunities to create in different ways came up and they felt right to me, I just did them. Um, which is how I ended up, you know, like, in, in Argentina is where I like really realized like, oh, I can really do a lot of things and like, that's fine. And people are interested in some of the things that I, you know, so I sang and I, I sang in different, you know, I sang in a salsa band and I started my own funk band and I sang in a Argentine folk quintet and I, um, you know, did commercials and I modeled and I did this short film and I, you know, I just did like a bunch of, I like did children's theater and toured Latin America with the children's theater company. Like I did a bunch of different things. Um, because they, you know, I kind of just like, it's, it's what you said. I kind of felt something and went with it or an opportunity arose and I went with it. And, and I think that a lot of those opportunities came up because, uh, you know, the way I view it, it like had a lot to do with the intention I had when I went there in the first place. So like, and, and you might say that the opportunities came up or I noticed the opportunities because of it. Like I noticed, oh, like this is, this is another creative pursuit that could be interesting. And like, I'm not going to stop myself because I'm supposed to be a singer. Um, like I can do that or, you know, I can try it and see what happens. Um, and that, interestingly, I think that that's actually a bit of a counterpoint, a bit of a counterpoint to like my experience in New York where I've been I would argue that I've been a little bit less uh, free-flowing. I've been free-flowing, but I wouldn't say I've been as free-flowing. But I think that there, there are different reasons for that, one of which is I think when I was in Argentina, I was in a very exploratory phase. And I think um, part of what I took from that experience is a clearer sense of who I am, but also what it is that I want to say and how. So, which is why... I hear what you were saying, and at the same time, I, and I agree, I think that people really shouldn't feel the need to put themselves in boxes just because. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the I think in general, <laughs> I think in general, people tend to think that they have to do things because that's what people say you have to do. Not just 
boxing, but anything else. Like people think that in order to be this sort of thing, I have to do it this way. In order to, um, you know, be an adult, I have to do X, Y, and Z things. And like one of the big things that I believe in that I actually try to get across even in my art is the idea that like you really can do whatever you want. Um, and um, it's not really the question isn't like what's the right way to do it, but what exactly is it that you want to do? And then what serves given that? So like, and that's where I would put, I would uh, complicate what you said before, because I, I don't necessarily think that, um, I don't think it's inherently about like, well, let me put it in a different way. I don't think being a good artist or a real artist necessarily would mean, and I'm not saying this is exactly what you're saying anyway, but, um, I don't think being a good artist or real artist necessarily means that you are free flowing in the way that I am or that, or even that you don't think about um, some of the things that you were talking about. So like um, how you, uh, you know, what your category quote unquote might be or what your brand might be or something like that, because I think that that really depends on what it is that you want to do. There are some artists that I think um, really just want to create things and that's all they want to do. Um, and that is fine. And that is wonderful, and I think that is a, a positive contribution to the world in its own way. Mm -hmm. um, and if that is your goal, then I think that being completely free-flowing and not really thinking about those other pieces is, is, makes sense. And it serves what it is that you want to do. If, on the other hand, um, you think it's important, or you, you let me rephrase that, but if, 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 on the other hand, you're also moved by uh, a desire to have um, certain groups of people uh, hear your music or even have access to your music because that's that's the other interesting thing you you know you can think about the idea of sort of marketing and branding in this sort of um, you know capitalistic consumerist way where you're kind of like well I'm doing this because I want to um, get people to give me their money or something right uh -huh. but you could also frame it as like in a lot of ways, and I and I actually have come to see it in this way a lot of times with artists that I feel good about or that I'm excited about. Like a lot of in a lot of ways, the way that you present yourself to the world isn't just about getting money, but it's about like giving people access to you. Because given the world that we live in, if you don't present yourself in a way that allows people to know about you, then they're actually losing an opportunity. Um, and that I think is important because I think that a lot of artists are doing things that are important for people to know about. And if you're not presenting it in a way that allows people to know about you, um, then that can be sad if that's your intention. So for example, in my particular case, like the music I make, I do, I, it's important for me uh, that my art and that my music is authentic to me, but I also am making it um, because there are things that I see in the world and things that I experience that I want to share with people and I would like people to know about it. So that means that um, it doesn't mean that I'm, uh, I necessarily am going to limit myself, but I have learned that sometimes people have difficulty understanding. And this is, you know, part of like the thing I was talking about before, which is like people are taught how to understand things. So I think sometimes people have difficulty understanding things if they're not presented in ways that are, um, uh, clear, maybe, or I'm not, I don't want to say clear, but if they're not presented in ways that are recognizable to them. And so that's all to say, like, I actually, I have actually found recently that I've been kind of, um, I don't know, maybe towing the line or finding a balance because there's like, there's no way, like I said before, there's no way that I will sacrifice 
my authenticity or who I really am in terms of my expression. Um, not in a way that feels, you know, I, 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 I'm not willing to, 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 um, to be something. I'm not because that defeats the whole purpose of what I want to do on the one hand. And on the other hand, I also, uh, it, it also defeats my purposes, my personal purposes. And again, I say this because not every artist has the same purposes as I do. But um, it also defeats my purposes to create something that feels very me, but that no one will ever know about or that no one can uh, feels um, able to access. And so I try to create, I'm, I'm trying to think about the ways in which um, those two things can happen at the same time. And I think that, by the way, is another thing that, pe that that's like a dichotomy that I think people assume exists like assume that it's either you're really authentic or you know you're you're you know lots of people are 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 consuming and experiencing your work and i don't necessarily think it has to be that way i think that's also a place where we can decide to think about things in a different way like have a uh you know i i kind of said that's kind of how i do things in general i kind of am like well these are the things i want and i'm not sacrificing any of them so yeah. <laughs> So like, that's awesome. How? So let's see how that's gonna happen. That's awesome. You know? I mean, I well, first of all, I want to say that was an awesome rant. You're getting as good as I am at just sort of going off and uh, <laughs> and I, I, I like I like people who speak in long paragraphs. That's why I started, <laughs> that's why I started a podcast because sometimes like in normal conversations at cocktail parties, you know, you're not allowed to like talk for that long. You know, right. so it's natural for me, and it, it seems like uh, it didn't take lo it didn't take much to 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 knock you <laughs> to knock you into the same state of mind. So. Just wanted to yeah. note that and say it's awesome. Thank you. That was all. Uh, that was super brilliant stuff in there. And I was kind of, I kind of had to take some notes as I was listening to, you just to remember things to go back to. Um, yeah. There were a few things I wanted to pick up on. I mean, w listening to you, listening to what you just said um, just now, it sort of made me realize. Like, I think one of the reasons why I reached out to you and why I've kind of been following your work is because, in some ways, I, 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 I kind of have like a, a an almost political theory of of artistic expression or something like that, and in some ways I I kind of uh, see it in you or I see your work and your kind of career as possibly um, a kind of illustration of of some of the ideas that I've had and because it was kind of coming out in what you were just saying so I kind of want to just riff off what you were just saying a little bit and balance it back to you and and you can kind of again just uh, respond however you please. But basically, I mean, one of the things that comes out in in the way that you talk about how you see art and your own work is that. For you, in your life, the, the your artistic expression is something that like forces itself out, whether you like it or not. You talked before about how, you know, if you if you if you don't express what you need to express, it's going to come out somehow eventually. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that's I think that's really cool and important um, because it's like true artistic expression is basically I think is basically just whatever it is you have inside of you that uh refuses to be repressed right it's like what what you need to say to be okay like what you need to say to just simply constitute who you are uh, mm -hmm. is your true uniquely valuable uh uh artistic expression and i think that that's extremely political um and this is kind of where my interests come from a kind of different angle but clearly intersect with yours because to me i think that we have this massive problem today where almost everything that people say and think and do uh, in public or even in private with, with close friends is like this highly calculated uh, kind of uh, self-presentation designed to be liked, to be, you know, uh, rewarded in, in all different kinds of ways, small and large. 
mm-hmm. and that is basically to me the it's like the enemy of 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 actually true living um and i think that a lot of people basically i basically i think that there's a politics to being able to express yourself and i think that today uh human being suffers from a tremendous kind of uh incapacity to to just express yourself and really but really all it is at the end of the day is um saying what you need to say that's inside of you um basically all i'm really getting at is what you described as stuff just comes out and it needs to come out and and you and you know you you get an idea and you have to go get a piece of note paper and you have to write down your idea and it just becomes a movie like for you that's a kind of organic natural process and i think for all human beings it, it should be, it needs to be, um, both ethically, but also in terms of like our own well-being. To me, that's a kind of all healthy, you know, free human beings should have that type of mental phenomena uh, every so often, at least, and should have the capacity and the ability uh, and the resources uh, to sit down and and get that out in, into public, What even if it's just a small public. Um, so I think a lot of what's wrong with today politically is the fact that people have been massively cut off from their most basic capacity to recognize what's of value in their own thoughts, to take their own perceptions and their own feeling as, as, as true in some sense, and to and to demand the right and the capacity, you know, the the ability to to simply say it in some way, in whatever way they want, in in a in a in, a, in a, some kind of at least semi-public way. I think that we have been so sort of uh, choked off from that basic capacity. And that's why I th- I'm so interested in art as politics, not like art as propaganda, quite the opposite, but just simply genuine artistic expression as simply saying what's inside of you as an, as one of the most radical political acts that that exists, not because it's going to change the world or it's going to convince everyone to, to live differently or some, some sort of propaganda model like that, but simply because it's sort of necessary step one to basically true living uh, that most people are... Uh, unable to even pursue so that that's kind of why i'm becoming interested in actual living artists such as yourself who seem to kind of represent or embody or give an example of what it looks like to just prioritize the simple necessity of expressing yourself do that no matter what people say make whatever it is you want to make and let the chips fall where they may and the irony of all this greg and this is what i think is so fascinating because a lot of people want to do artistic work or creative work as a career or as a way to make money but what I find so fascinating about all of this is that if you want to create or express yourself, quote unquote, express yourself because you want money or you want some sort of reward or goal at the end of it, that is a really, really almost surefire way to ensure that you're not going to really, truly be expressing yourself. And what you hear from people like you and what you see in, in the career of someone like you, and it kind of it seeps out of everything you're saying already, Greg, if, if, and correct me if I'm wrong, but this is what I'm picking up, is that. When it's true and when it's real, and to me, this is what I would call like real political um, being or, or real political uh, expression, it, it's, it's completely severed from any particular goal. You say it because you need to say it. You make it because you need to make it. You make it because it is true inside of you. And the irony, the incredible irony that a lot of people don't understand is that when you're able to do that, when you're able to just make whatever it is you want to make and not give a shit, ironically that's when people start throwing money at you because that's when you're actually doing something that's real and interesting and powerful and, and ultimately dangerous. So, you know, we can debate politics and we can go off in any different sort of direction with this. I'm kind of an anti-capitalist myself. I think that money kind of enters the scene to kind of buy people off. I think that artistic expression is super dangerous and and socially and politically disruptive. So I think that 
capitalism kind of tries to contain or repress that by kind of buying people out. But that's mm-hmm. kind of that's kind of a, uh, my own kind of perspective. You can pick up on anything I was just saying uh, if you relate <clears throat> to it or don't relate to it. Mm. Um, I think uh, so. I mean, just going back to my own personal uh, the whole exp- uh, personal expression bit uh, as it relates to me. Um, specifically, mm-hmm. um, I would just say in my case, I think you're, I, I mean, it is true. Like I do feel moved to express whatever is within me, but I, I also think, or not, but, and I also think that, um, for me, that is really a reflection of something deeper personally, which is that I, in spite of everything in spite of even programming that I have that works that tries to work against this in spite of whatever else I think I'm like deeply committed to happiness of hmm. uh, my own and otherwise but you know uh, from a very basic point my own happiness in as much as when I don't express what is within me I am not happy hmm. so if I am not expressing what is within me I will be unhappy and I and I do not um, what is the word I want? I do not. I'm thinking in Spanish now. I don't sustain. I don't uh, maintain. I don't. Uh, what is the word I want in English? Um, basically, um, I don't tolerate. I don't tolerate um, being unhappy for long periods of time. So, eventually, which is, I mean, so I guess what I'm saying is part of the reason why I um, am moved to express in the way that I do is because when I'm not doing it, it uh, it um, rings about. Um, deep unhappiness that eventually I will resolve because just and that has to do with just my personality and I've noted this because like mm. um, especially now that I work as a <clears throat> as a tutor and I actually am dealing with people all the time I just um, but also just like I'm a you know as a as an artist I'm a sort of student of people I just note that many people don't necessarily think like my happiness needs to be like a priority mm. so many people will make decisions knowing that that decision is will inevitably lead to their unhappiness but they're like but i can't do anything else and in my like that doesn't compute in my mind like in my mind i'm like i can't like how why would i make a decision that like cannot bring anything positive into you know cannot bring any happiness or will bring unhappiness to my life um indefinitely it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me because to me like part of um one's purpose in living is happiness slash like, and I think a better or a different way to frame it, which I think um, makes sense to me, is um, happiness is a sign that one is living one's life in the purpose, in one's purpose, if that makes sense. Like, if I'm happy, like I'm probably doing something right in terms of what I want to be doing. So, like, why wouldn't I be doing that? Um, and, and I, you know, and then I think as we grow in that, I think we also begin to see the ways in which... <clears throat> feeding one's own happiness inherently um, inherently relates to spreading happiness hmm. and positive positivity to the larger world, which is why, you know, I, everything I do, even personally, I'm, I'm off, often thinking about the ways in which that relates to how I'm, I'm, um, I'm also a more positive force in the world. So like, so, uh, and it's also why I think it's, it's one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about art as well is because I think that my my journey in and of itself um, and my relationship to that journey um, sort of 
is reflective of a way of thinking about life that I want to share. Meaning, like, the fact that, you know, I when I first moved back to New York from Argentina, um, I was struggling, like, struggling, like, not, like, having difficulty paying for food, paying for rent. But I was like, I, not only was I like, I'm going to get through this and I'm still going to do what I've always intended to do my whole life with art and, and <clears throat> sort of being the sort of person and force I want to be in the world. But also I like was very, and I remember this, I remember being like, I not only um, am I excited to get through this and get past this, but it's important that I do so that I can talk about it. So that I can tell people, so that I can like, so that I can show people that like, hey, I had this thing that I felt I needed to do. And even though things were going really hard, like I or were, were not going so well for me, I kept pushing through because it was that important to me. And I made it through. And because I wanted to be able to say that to people because I wanted other people to feel encouraged to do the same if they were so moved because I, because like I'm saying, I think that so many people oftentimes think that they have to make certain decisions, even though they're not decisions that ultimately make them um, happy. So that's one piece. Um, and then the other thing that you said that struck me, which I, I feel like it went in a couple of directions, but you can correct me if I'm wrong about this, but sure. like I, you mentioned, um, <clears throat> I, I mean, I think you were speaking to like sort of the social media age a little bit and the ways in which, um, the ways in which people frame their their existence and their expression, I, I, I guess, um, around uh, how it will be received within the realm of social media. And therefore, um, uh, that, that can kind of affect the ways in which people express themselves. I um, And then you talked a lot about the idea of like um, what true, I think you said true, and maybe you said sincere expression looks mm-hmm. like or what it is and like what, what the... Um, you said something about the fact that it doesn't necessarily have goals, and I hear all that, and I understand all that. I'm going to complicate that as well because that's <laughs> what I attempt to do. Please, um, I um, part of what uh, you were speaking to before in terms of what I did in Argentina, um, and uh, in terms of like the different things I did, um, and the different things I have done even since. Um, Part of that to me is just a basic principle of freedom, um, which uh, I suppose is political. We, we could have a whole conversation about the term political, by the way, because uh, yeah. though you are a political scientist, right? You're a political scientist. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I have, uh, I've actually distanced myself a little from the word political okay. versus social personally, okay. because in my mind, how I define them. I feel like I'm, I'm very socially conscious in my being and also in my work, but I wouldn't, but uh, like I said, I distance myself a little from the word political and we can talk about that in a second because of the way I interpret it. But anyways, um, I certainly think that this idea that, you know, what, you know, all this stuff uh, in terms of the different things I did um, having to do with freedom is uh, certainly socially significant and and are and i mean certainly it is politically significant it's just that part of it maybe is not the part that interests me most in terms of how i think about it um but certainly significant impactful in the world whether that means political or social to you um and uh because of that the idea that i think at the base of all of it is freedom i'm actually generally uh again hesitant to put labels Mm -hmm. of any sort on art in terms of 
what is inherently, and again, this is maybe not what you're saying, but what is inherently sincere or true, rather, um, because, because I think that takes away from, I think kind of uh, putting too much uh, wording and ideas and um, qualifications or requirements or whatever around um, art um, kind of, for me, takes away from one of the things that attracted me to art in the first place, which is, to me, art represents freedom. Like, to me, art is the idea of, like, art is whatever you want it to be. Which is, I, I don't know if you knew that I also, like, worked at MoMA for a while while I was in New York. Okay. Um, for about three years. And I was, I actually worked on, um, one of the exhibits I worked on was um, a Yoko Ono uh, exhibition, which was fascinating for so many reasons. But one of the things that I actually loved about working on the Yoko Ono stuff is that she is, her, she really kind of was like, art um, is whatever you want it to be. And it really pissed people off because some of the stuff people would be like, why is this art? And and I was, you know, I was performing in, in the ex exhibition and a lot of people that would come would be like, why is this art? And I'm like, why is it art? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but like, the, uh, you know, they were kind of resistant to the idea that certain things could be art. And part of, I think, what is um, interesting, important, and I think uh, sort of the purpose uh, for her in, in what she did was was opening people up to the idea that everything is everything could be art and that everyone can uh, create art and that it's important. And one of the things she actually said at a at a press conference that she gave, which I like, which stuck with me, is she said, "I take everyone's creativity very seriously." And she and she talked about that idea because she thinks she I think for me it was the idea that people don't take their own creativity very seriously, mm -hmm. um, and that's part of the reason why some of we have some of the issues that we have in the world, which I think speaks to what you were just saying. Yeah. But I think that for her, like the way that she moves through that is kind of like an openness to whatever people bring to the table. And so I, I the reason I'm saying all this is because I think I think there's a difference for me between. Look, uh, let's look at social media, for example. Like I, there, there are certainly things that people do on social media or say that I don't think necessarily come from the, their most authentic places, right? <laughs> but, but, but at the same time, there are a few pieces to this. One, I can't really ever know that because I'm not actually inside of them. Even if they said that it wasn't authentic, I mean, from a very, from a like philosophical perspective, I literally cannot know what is true within anyone ever, really. Um, so, so that's piece number one. Um, and two, I don't know. Um, no, no, not I don't know. It's that's not necessarily relevant. It's only relevant if that matters to me, which is goes back to what I was saying when, when I was talking about like striking the balance between like branding versus authenticity or whatever. It's a similar sort of thing where it's like. Well, what do what interests me, or what 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 serves? So, if you know the sort of glitzy, perfect, whatever that some people produce, that you know one might argue is not necessarily the most authentic. But if the 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 exterior of that interests me for one reason or another, then it interests me, and that's all that really matters, whether or not it's authentic or not. Because, for example, and I you know I, to to give a, a, a to give it a more personal um, sort of uh, take. Um, I might, I might be interested in something that ultimately is not something that I personally would want to produce um, because it is not, because it is not uh, necessarily what I perceive to be the most authentic or genuine. But it might interest me because 
in my in my own uh, genuine uh, artistic uh, expression, I would like to have a certain aesthetic that this not very genuine thing does have. So I can still take things away from that thing. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, I mean, the thing I talk about is like, well, maybe I won't name names, but let me just say that like, you know, there are artists that I don't interest me or that um, I quote unquote don't like. And I, uh, but I don't really think that I should spend my time talking about those artists, first of all, because if I don't like them, then why am I putting energy into them? And also I don't think, I really am not one, because I think art should be free, and I think that that, if we were going to talk politically, I think that that is a very political thing, the idea that art is free. I mean, I don't mean necessarily monetarily free, but like free as in free to be and free to be whatever it is and uh, be created by whomever. Um, then I also think it's important that um, just because you don't like a certain type of artistic expression doesn't, um, doesn't mean that you should um, wish that it not exist or be not you know what i mean there's a difference between recognizing that you don't like certain things even that you think that certain things are sending messages that are not necessarily positive um and uh mm -hmm. th there's a difference between not liking them and not wanting them to exist because i think not wanting something to exist because you don't like it first of all is like a terrible slippery slope in so many ways right because i mean beyond the artistic in any sense, just because I dislike something, thinking that it ought not exist is actually problematic. Or did, does this make sense to you? What I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So, so, so I kind of, I'm, you know, I, I tend to, I, and I, I say all this, you know, knowing full well that I understand what you've been saying and I understand the perspectives that you were coming out with and I relate to them. But in terms of the language that I used to talk about them, I'm like, I'm like wary of saying necessarily like this is authentic or not authentic. Unless, like, I'm I'm talking about that from my own perspective, yes. and in terms of what it is that I am trying to um, express or learn or take away from the art that I, I consume or whatever. Like, I, yeah. I always want to think about things relative to what it is that I'm trying to do because I recognize that other people, relative to what they are trying to do, might find worth in things that I do not. I totally feel all of that. I mean, it's interesting because I really, basically, agree quite strongly actually uh with m almost everything you just said in that in that last bit and it actually resonates quite strongly um i think probably what's going on a little bit in this conversation is that as a you know as an as a practicing artist you have very good reason to not to, to actively want to avoid you know uh theorizing these things in a certain way um yeah because it also creates limits for my own exactly exactly and me coming from a more explicitly political background and and with a political set of interests and kind of trying to think about art and understand art from a more explicitly and 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 more you know more explicitly political but also more explicitly kind of theoretical angle it makes perfect sense that i would perhaps use some words that don't resonate with you so so that makes perfect sense um i think what's interesting is i i mean so one thing I wanted to pick up on is I agree with you that on some level, authenticity doesn't matter. And I really like what you said about how if something interests you, if it's stimulating and you find it attractive in any way, go with it. It doesn't matter, you know, uh, where it's coming from in the other person. And if it doesn't. And I don't want to say just to, to clarify, I don't want to say authenticity doesn't matter. Right. I want to say authenticity is not necessarily relevant. It depends yes. on what it is that you're trying to do. And I think that framing the goodness or badness of art around authenticity is also a, um, a slippery slope in part because uh, the, the very idea of authenticity is a little bit uh, fallacious, I think is the word that I yeah. want, but I mean, it's a little, I mean, it's not, 
what is authentic and the idea of authenticity can be so problematic. I mean, calling certain things authentic or not. I mean, and if we get into questions of race and culture and how that relates to authenticity and how we talk about certain things as authentically blah or not, right. like it can be very problematic if you get too deeply into it. So I think it's always important to think about what we really mean when we say it and whether or not it's really relevant to what we think is important. Yeah, it's I, more of that. Yeah, totally. I completely agree with that. I was basically going to try to uh, recapitulate that and and kind of square it with what I was saying, um, which is to say that I agree with you that authenticity on some level to to accuse other people of as something to accuse other people of lacking is is almost always just unnecessary um, at 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 best and often you know uh, unreasonable or cruel at worst. So I, I completely agree with that bit of what you were saying, and I also really like what you were saying about how. If it matters to you about authenticity, it matters to you for yourself. It matters whether you're being authentic, perhaps, uh, that that's a relevant and often valuable um, question to ask of, of your own self and of your own work. I basically completely agree with that. Um, but what I think is interesting it, from a political perspective is that if we are interested in the health and well-being and happiness and you know the self-actualization of all of the people in our communities, right? That that being a, a fundamentally political question, then we do have to kind of develop some vocabulary for grappling with uh, these problems, not just in ourselves, but also in other people, right? In a way that's non, you know, not condescending and not controlling and not, you know, authoritarian, of course. But from a political perspective, I mean, what I'm interested in is, you know, it's all it's good to say you, you you're not going to judge other people's authenticity. But the issue to me is that when you live in, when you live, when you lack authenticity, and I think we both agree that, you know, you can distinguish between more or less sort of authentic uh, expressions. At least we would agree that we can do that internally in our own sort of introspective self-judgments and self-management. Um, self when, when you betray yourself, you suffer for it, right? And I think that this goes back very, very nicely to what you were saying about how one of your main motivators or main criteria in, in your own life is your own happiness, that you, mm -hmm. you refuse to abide by anything that doesn't, that, that makes you, you know, actively unhappy. And that's one of the reasons why you uh, have developed a life of, of, of self-expression because you need it to be happy. I think mm -hmm. that that really comes back into play in this com conversation about authenticity and about politics, because to me that, I mean, that's very brilliant. And that's exactly the kind of like political viewpoint that I have on this. It's like, People need to be authentic for themselves, not because I dislike their art or because I think that they're bad or stupid or anything like that. I agree with you. Like for nine times out of ten, you should not object to other people. Let people do their thing. Let everyone sort of mm -hmm. find their own path. But as a political problem, when so many people are suffering because they're living lot, you know, maybe it's maybe it's not my business to say why they're suffering. But when so many people are suffering and there are some reasons to believe that it's because they're sort of disconnected from their own sort of self-expression in an honest and uh, healthy way, then it does kind of become, uh, it, it does become a kind of community obligation to reflect on how we can help or empower each other to more authentic or more truly, um, you know, and this is why I'm, I'm kind of interested in words like authentic and truth and these like old fashioned, these old fashioned terms that are very unfashionable today because, um, you know, we very much live in a very kind of relativistic postmodern kind of moment. But mm -hmm. I, th I think that, you know, I'm interested in a way of 
talking about things like authenticity and things like truth, like the tr someone's true self-expression as opposed to false self-expressions, I actually think on some level we need to hold tight to those distinctions, if only in our own friend groups, you know, uh, because we all know that when we look deep down inside of ourselves, like as creative people, you and I, for instance, like we can at least say about ourselves, you can go you can go off the path of your own self, of, of your own truth, of your own authenticity. And when you do, you suffer for it. Um, so yeah, I think that that's the reason that I'm interested in these things. I basically agree with everything you were saying. And yet it is a political question. So I wonder, I wonder, yeah, if, if there's anything else, you know, you wanted to, I also am conscious, Greg, that I think you have to go. I know you're a very, very busy man. I think you said one o'clock and it's now one Oh six. So I'm happy to give you the last word, or if you want to talk at, at a little bit more length, that's up to you, whatever you want to do. Um, yeah, I mean, I can, I can, I can chat for a little longer. Um, sure. um, so, um, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, um, okay. Just again, thinking about, yeah, sure. take your time. So, um, <clears throat> so, okay, let me, let me maybe frame this first. I think this has probably come, become clear already, but I, you know, my interests are, aside from the creative, I'm, like, very much interested in sort of the metaphysics of things, the philosophical aspect of, of how to think about certain things, mm. um, and, like I said, the social, right? Mm. So, and I and to me, those things are all tied. That just, but that just has to do with, you know, I've kind of, one of the things that I strive to do is kind of have, to integrate myself and my understandings. So, even though, you know, one thing might be seem spiritual and another thing might seem social, like to me, like I kind of view all these things as like all relating and like sometimes I'll hop between them, but to me, I, I feel like I'm talking about the same thing in different language. So mm -hmm. with that in mind, mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> I hear what you're saying. My, my, my sort of gut or my sort of like response or what comes to me when I hear what you're saying is, um, yes, I do agree that... Um, well, let me speak for myself. I, in my experience, when I feel that my expression is not authentic to me, I often do suffer, sure. Mm -hmm. um, but so you spoke to the sort of relativistic postmodern uh, atmosphere in which we live. And I think that there is, I mean, I think that's true. And I think that, I think, you know, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. In fact, I don't, um, sure. but I think that, um, there are many things to be said about even that, you know, that very statement about, okay, what did I say? Some, uh, my uh, false expression causes suffering. Thing number one, um, even within oneself, there can be confusion about what is true and what is false. Sure. We can know, but we can also be confused. Yeah. Um, and we can also think we know and be confused. <laughs> um, so, um, and, and I think that that's fine. Um, but I guess that just brings me back to the idea that I think, I don't think that the language is useless, certainly, but I do think that it just, I think it's, it's important to be, as I use really any language at all, to be aware of the limitations that that language has, right? So I might say that this was a false expression, but I might in 20 years realize, actually, no, that's exactly where it was. Or I might say this was a true expression and 20 years later say, wait, no, that was not at all what was going on. And in fact, I can say that as, as a point of fact, because in my own experience, I know that I thought certain things were true of me in certain times that in retrospect, I'm like, no, that is not what was going on at all for me. Um, 
And I think, I guess part of where I am or where I fall with that is that to me that all is part of a process and that the process is actually um, super important. I think sometimes is often uh, underestimated, downplayed, um, so that I think that, uh, okay, where am I going with this? I think that on, on the one hand, uh, some people who we might uh, perceive to be not necessarily expressing themselves in the most authentic of ways um, d- would not necessarily, and I'm, I, I'm throwing in that necessarily very consciously, would not necessarily benefit from my telling them that your expression is not authentic. I don't know that, first of all, I don't know that they, I mean, because one, they might not agree with me. Two, that that might not be true for them, or I could be wrong. Um, and even if I'm right, and even if on some level it is true for them, if they are not ready to change their expression, they're not going to change their expression. So, I mean, and, and again, that's not me saying, again, that I shouldn't say anything, but I guess what I'm saying is, um, to me, it's about every person's process, and some, and uh, I won't even say some, I think that sometimes you have to move through certain things in order to get to other things. Uh, what you said about suffering, I think, is true, but I also do think um, at least on an internal level, that like sometimes it is the suffering that allows us. Look, uh, mm-hmm. the the fact that I, um, the fact that I fight so vehemently to uh, to be able to express myself in the way that I do comes from the fact that I did suffer when I didn't. Mm-hmm. So in some ways, like, and and I do, and perhaps one might argue that I would not feel the same way about self expression had I not ever experienced not being able to do that, which is all to say that I think that people who are doing those things or who are, who are not expressing themselves necessarily in the most authentic of ways might need to move through that in order to find the path to it. Um, I, I, okay, and with all of that said, uh, what, is, what does this actually mean in terms of like what's important or what do I think is important for us to do or to encourage each other to do? Um, uh, because I think that that's kind of like largely it sounds like to me like that's largely what we're what we're talking about when you when you talk about the political ramifications of all this stuff. So I mean, I I do think I I do want people to express themselves, and I want them to, and I and I see value in expressing yourself in a genuine and authentic way. And so that you know that sounds that sounds great, and that is part of in a, in a way that's part of what I encourage people to do. I I guess my thing is that I don't necessarily know if I think. Um, let me say it in a different way. I, I think that the ways in which I do that primarily are committing myself to expressing myself authentically. And I can say from expre- from experience that like in doing that, people come up to me afterwards and say like, literally, actually at my last show, I had a show and one someone was like, wow, that was so amazing, blah, 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 blah. They really enjoyed it. But he was like, you made me want to to get back to singing. Like I watched you sing and I said, why am I not doing that? Mm-hmm. Why have I? Why am I not doing this thing that I know is such an important part of me? Just watching me do what I did in the way that I did it made him feel that way, and so like, and and I feel like that is probably that, and certainly speaking to what I believe. So speaking to the fact that you know these are things that I value, um, I think are great ways to encourage people that are ready to move in that direction to do it. Um, does that make sense? Yeah, that makes perfect sense, and I think in um, a lot of in a lot of ways. It kind of brings us to a nice point where we can kind of start to wrap up these these loose ends because I think listening to what you're saying, it's like in a lot of ways, I think your attitude towards other people and how you don't 
really judge anyone else and you're not interested in judging anyone else and you know questions of whether or not anyone else is authentic are questions that uh don't that aren't always relevant to you or often are not relevant to you i think that that is basically exactly what i am kind of interested in and that's that's very much i see that as i see that your attitude and the way that you practice your art and your life as as a kind of politics. I'm not reducing anything you're saying or any of your work to merely a political project or anything like that. I'm saying precisely everything you're saying, even in your, you know, um, very thoughtful kind of complications, uh, complications of what I'm saying. Um, I think it's, it's exactly what I kind of have in mind when I think about uh, a kind of radical politics of expression, because I mean, listen to what you were just saying, like you were saying, um, you actually do change the people that you come into contact with precisely by only focusing on your own authentic self-expression. So that is exactly, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't put in a more succinct way, um, kind of the radical politics that I'm interested in. In some ways, it's like in trying to formulate my kind of, my kind of theoretical reflections on art, I'm led to certain statements or hypotheses or kind of theoretical diagnoses that um, kind of sounds like I'm judging other people or telling other people to be more authentic or something like that. When in fact, that's not at all what I'm interested in. In some ways, you've kind of clarified what I think because I, I basically agree with the entire kind of message and attitude that you're putting across in this podcast, which if I understand it correctly, and, and by the way, I'll give you, I'll kind of make this my last word and you can respond however you want. I'll give you the last word. Um, but basically, I think what, I, what I'm kind of trying to say to wrap up is that um, I think your attitude as you've expressed it and your stories as you've, as, as you've expressed them so far really kind of um, reflect the, the fact that if you genuinely do not judge other people and you genuinely do not care about trying to tell other people how they should be creative or how they should be authentic and you just sort of, you know... Um, you don't make that your business, but you focus on, you know, holding yourself to your own truths and expressing yourself as authentically as you can simply for the reason of being happy and putting your own happiness and your, and your own feelings as themselves a kind of primary reality that you will not betray. If you do that, the the incredible and beautiful irony, which is extremely political to me, and this is kind of the crux of my political interest, is that if you do that, you actually will have more of an effect on the people around you. In other words, you'll have more political consequences uh, in, a, in, in some sense than you would have had you gone around the world trying to kind of tell people how they should think or tell people how they should act or try to sort of change people or organize people. And that's kind of ultimately where I'm coming from because as if you're interested in politics and you're interested in changing the world in a kind of you know politi- explicitly political way, a lot of activists and a lot of people who are interested in that, um, they have all of these ideas about how, you know, you should go around and you should try to convince people of certain things and you should try to get them to come to come to your meetings and you should, you know, it's this, activists have this attitude where you should go around trying to sort of uh, change people. Um, and in some ways, I think radical artistic self-expression, and I don't mean radical in a political way, I just mean simple, like being committed, simply being committed to expressing yourself as, as your life seems to, uh, you know, be an example of, if you simply are dedicated to expressing yourself and nothing else, uh, that that actually becomes a really powerful politics in its own right because it has real effects on the people around you. Uh, 
in a way that is better for you and better for them and ultimately leads towards something that I would say is more true than, you know, the starting point that that you that you find yourself in or the other people find themselves in. Um, so, yeah, that, that that's this has been very interesting in a lot of ways. You know, you've challenged some of the things that I've said, but in a lot of ways, um, I find your own sort of life and, and your attitudes towards this as kind of clarifying and feeding into this kind of uh particular perspective that I have, but I'm certainly not trying to reduce anything you're saying to, you know, what I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think what you said is, um, is pretty, is pretty spot on. I think, I think, um, uh, as you were speaking, I was thinking of, uh, you said not judging others or, 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 um, I think you said, um, judging what they do or something like that. Um, which I agree with, I think actually, and this is again where I, I I feel like the sort of metaphysical and the social and the perhaps political and all these different things kind of uh, philosophical kind of all line up. Um, I actually think that what I'm talking about is a I want to say singular, but in a way a singular. Hmm. Let me rephrase it: that a unified a unified perspective on <laughs> to be really. <laughs> um, large in my, in my speaking about it, yeah. a, a unified perspective on existence, and the reason I say it that way, hell yeah, is because because um, you know I find that uh, you know, and there's certainly space for compartmentalizing, but I think that uh, in a lot of ways, a lot of this sort of suffering to to really get to it, and sort of the um, the the conflict and the whatever that we, we, we deal with has a lot to do with the fact that we, we, um, we don't even strive towards unifying our, our, our perspective on existence. And when I say that, I mean like, you know, um, if I have certain, uh, beliefs that I, I have certain beliefs, but I, I, I don't really, um, push through to see what it really means if I, if I, if I, if I, um, hold that to be true Hmm. through, throughout the different, um, realms of my life. Or like I have, you know, something very specific and personal for me is like having grown up, you know, I'm not, I'm not a, uh, a church going person, but when I was growing up, I certainly did go to church and there was always this sense of like, there was like the person you were when you were in church and then like this whole other person when you weren't. And I, that always like caused like, and I think this goes back to the happiness thing for me because it always caused me, even as a child, like cognitive dissonance where I'd be like, but the way these people are being now is not how they are at home. I'm pretty sure. And also it's not even sustainable because like that, that's not how, so like, shouldn't we be trying to find a way of being that like feels right to us everywhere that we are? Mm. Um, And I say that because I think that that's important even when you were talking about the idea of not judging others, because I actually think that for me, it's not just about not judging others. It's not judging because like the reason, and I said it before, like the reason why I don't put categories on other people's art is because I don't want to put categories on mine. And the reason why I don't um, necessarily judge people for being authentic or not is because I haven't always been authentic. I've tried, you know, I might strive to be, but I'm not always. And, and, and in fact, in order to, even if I want to find authenticity, the only way you can really find authenticity or really anything in terms of truth is to give yourself permission to move through different states. If you, if you require yourself to be right before you are right, you'll never get there. You know what I mean? Like you have mm-hmm. to, you have to have permission to like mess up. Sometimes you have to have permission to like, uh, you know, 
I don't know. I mean, for me, I yeah. mean, it's it's like what we were saying before, like with the with the um, diversity of of uh, artistic expression. Like for me, it's like recognizing what's coming up for me in a moment and acting on it, and then sharing it. Um, and if the, you know, and and that and that might be one thing in one moment, and ten years later, I may be, might be like, ooh, I would not do that now, but I did that then. You know what I mean? And kind of like honoring all of those different moments. I think it's important for me to do that for myself and I try to do that. And I'm not saying I do it successfully all the time because I certainly don't. It's actually something I, I work I, I work constantly on. But I think that that's like kind of my goal for myself and I just kind of like extend that to everyone else because I ultimately believe that if everyone, more than being authentic, quote unquote, which is like a very specific way of thinking about it, I think that if everyone um, honors their process and is, and you know what? I'm going to actually take it a, a different step. I think that if I think it's more about what the base intention is. And like I said, my, one of my base intentions is just happiness. Right. So, like, I think it's more about the base intention that you have and then also having the fluidity to allow that intention to sh to um, change as the light of your experience kind of alters your perspective on things as you as your as your intention moves you through things i think that you ultimately end up in a good place um if you keep that fluidity and as a last kind of point um yeah i think that uh what was it that you said um oh the idea that i mean the the very idea then of telling people you know that they should be authentic or 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 um putting those sorts of judgments on people ultimately is speaking to the same, uh, the same principle that I'm supposedly, and that, let me finish my sentence. It's the same principle that I'm supposedly trying to, uh, break down. And that, that goes back to what I'm saying about having a unified perspective about things. What do I mean by that? I mean, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm saying that people should be authentic and I'm going out and telling people they should be authentic, the reason why people aren't authentic is because they're doing things that they think that they should be doing. And so if I am then using the mechanism of shoulds, the mechanism of telling people what they should be doing in order to get them to do the thing that I think is true to them, then I'm actually still drawing on the same tool which actually encourages people to be inauthentic. So if someone strives to be authentic because I told them to rather than because it came up for them naturally, then it's still them kind of acting not based on a necessarily organic impulse. Um, if I want, on the other hand, for people or if, if my intention is for people to um, find their authentic selves, then I think the best thing that I could possibly do is to be authentic, to be there for people in the ways that they need me to be, to, you know, if someone has a question for me about something or wants to have a conversation about them, certainly, uh, or if someone asks me my perspective, that's one thing. But, um, but uh, going out with the intention of making people believe certain things, in my personal opinion, um, uh, goes against what I think is best for each of us as individuals, which is to like search within ourselves and to find what is true and right and meaningful um, and fulfilling for each of us and then acting on that. And then like maybe discovering that that thing that we thought was true and right and fulfilling isn't so much and then having to do something else, which is like that's that's experience. But I think that that movement, that way of moving through life is like in my mind, it's an ideal. And so that's what I strive for. And that's kind of like what I kind of encourage in my circle. Wow, man, that was awesome. Totally awesome. This was really good. Thanks so much, Greg. That That's, uh, I just got Greg's unified theory of everything. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> unified theory of everything. Seriously, yes. man, I love it. That was, that was, that was brilliant, man. Uh, I think uh, it's funny. Like I had, I just had this weird, vague sense that uh, 
we would have some interesting things to talk about and that you'd have some insights to, to share with me. And uh, I am blown away by how true that was. Uh, super interesting, Greg. Really, really interesting thoughts and experiences and insights. And um, yeah, this was, I'm going to be, I'm going to be sort of processing this for a while. I really appreciate um, all of your, you know, obviously, you know, long thought out sort of reflections on art as freedom and happiness and trying to unify um, your attitudes towards how to art, how to, how to practice art and how to live and how to interact with other people. I think, I mean, I find it extremely compelling and intelligent and in my own way, uh, I find I find it very political, um, very very usefully political. I think it. I think your sort of attitude and practice of art uh, has a lot to teach people who are interested in uh, political change and uh, you know what other people would call activism. I think if people are really interested in changing the people around them and changing the world, ultimately, I think we'll have to learn a lot about uh, self expression and art and all of the things you're talking about. And I think. Uh, I thought it was brilliant, Greg. I'm very grateful for you to uh, speak with me, and I hope you I hope you found it somewhat enjoyable, at least. <laughs> yeah, no, this is a, is a is I mean, I like these sorts of conversations because they get me thinking about you know what I believe and also like how it how how I think that what I do and what we do, um, both creatively and personally, like what I think it actually is doing in the world. Um, so it's like, yeah, it's, I mean, I love. I mean, if you. We haven't seen each other for a long time, but any of my friends that know me know that these sorts of conversations is basically like what I live on. I love I love these sorts of conversations. I'm always thinking about these sorts of things. So it's nice to be able to share it um, and to hear your thoughts, which are which are super interesting as well. Um, ah, thanks a lot. I had a sense that you would be game for something like this and you might enjoy it. And I'm glad to be vindicated. So, uh, yeah, this is this is really awesome. Thanks again, Greg. I think you're I think you're brilliant, uh, really sort of explosively creative uh kind of practice, uh, you know, practicer of radical freedom. Um, and I think that that is really inspiring and useful for people to, and for myself even just to hear, you know, how you think those, how you think about those things and how you practice them. So, uh, I'd say let's wrap it up and I just want to thank you very much. This was really awesome, Greg. And, uh, let's stay in touch, shall we? For sure. Yeah, that'd be great. Thank all right, you. Cool. Greg, Thanks. take it easy. Have a good day. All right. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you when I talk to you. All right. Sounds good. Later, Greg. Talk to you later. Bye.